Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of Just Another Basketball Pod, brought to you by Excuse the Noise. I'm Tom Craft, and join with me, as always, every week, Caleb Fogarty. I love basketball. And Jack Crawley. Fellas, how are we? Cruising, cruising and crook. Cruising and crook, eh? Talk me through yeah. it. Well, as we say on the pod weekly, I'm in some sort of hiatus or some sort of crazy scenario oh, poor dog. of being chased down by COVID. Haven't contracted it yet and still yet to contract it, but I'm feeling like this is the this is the time that I'm going to get it. So I've just recently moved houses, third time in Port Macquarie in a month, a month and a bit. And my newest housemate just tested positive. Dun, dun, dun. You absolutely um, hate to see it. I can't get away from it. Oh, it's just out to get you, man. It, you've been dodging it for so long now. It's just. I think I've. I think I've out. done the most isolation without actually having COVID. Yeah. Anyone. That's I, honestly, I, I wouldn't even dispute that. That's probably true. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely would be. I think a close second, but yeah, you, well, not even a close second. You beat me. I feel like I've done a lot of ISO, but yeah, no, you beat me, that's for sure. Uh, Anyways, how have you boys been? What's been going on in your worlds? Hurting watching the Cavs play, I'll tell you that much. Um, I think we said it last week, Darius Garland playing the All-Star game. Fucked. (laughs) Shouldn't have been, hasn't played since. Love it. (laughs) But yeah, that's been my week. And I haven't recovered. Uh, Yeah. How about you, Jack? I, uh... A game came out this week called Elden Ring, which is like a Dark Souls game, and I have been uh, throwing my life away on it. It is incredibly hard. I've spent many nights upset, crying in the uh, in the shower because of it. But I'm persevering. You 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 a PC gamer? I am. Yes. Yeah, uh, I can picture that. You got the whole setup. Is the is the new uh, Batman movie going to take you away from uh, the keyboard? Uh probably not. Probably not. I couldn't say that. For it real? Probably not. Yeah. Really? I'm actually that. Not a Rob Pat guy. Uh, you boys don't understand Dark Souls. You don't understand Elden Ring. <laughs> I couldn't do it, even if I wanted to. What was the other game you were obsessed with last year? Wasn't it like the fucking V8? You had your own V8 set yeah, up in yeah. the car. I've, like the... Yeah. I'm a bit of a sim racer too. Did you have the wheel? <laughs> yeah, I've got the wheel. Oh. He, he doesn't have his license, but he pumped that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Back on Batman, I was I've always been a team Jacob guy. Never been a team Edward person, but I am that excited to see Robert Patterson in this new hey. Batman film. I think it's gonna be awesome. Man, him Rob Pat and Kirsten Stewart has had the most interesting trajectory of all actresses and actors. Like they've they started off in this teen boppy kind of thing, and now if you watch any of their movies, They've all just been the most quirkiest characters yeah. ever. Like, The Lighthouse has got to be one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And, yeah, they just, they've t- took such a hard left. Yeah, Rob Rob uh, has been quoted as saying that he go, he went out of his way for a long time to take the weirdest roles possible. Mm. Oh, that's just clear. Just to balance. I guess so, yeah. He's a pretty good guy. From what I, definitely in the the list of celebrities, I'd like to get a beer with one day for sure. Oh yeah, and he was awesome in Tenet. Yeah, he was really good. Oh Tenet, yeah, and didn't bulk up for Batman. Actually, that was a bit of a story at one stage, if I remember correctly. Really? They all kind of gave him shit because you look at like um, Kamal Nanjiari for like the uh, the Eternals got all bulked up. You see all these other people in our pat. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing what I'm He's doing. Going against, going against the grain. Yeah, he he's killed it. He's a very he's a good actor, man. If you're judging him off Twilight, you're crazy. I'm not judging you off Twilight. I was just saying. No, no. I mean, oh, general. Sorry, I <laughs> Tom, don't stop <laughs> judging up that. If you ever want to see Rob Pat in his element, watch Good Time. That is easily oh, one yes. of the best movies I've ever seen. Never seen it. It's so chaotic. It's the, the guys that um, made that Adam Sandler movie where he's Uncut like gems. with Kevin Garnett, Uncut oh. Gems. They wrote the exact same thing. Yeah. It, it's a lot like True. it too. Yeah. Safety Brothers. Legends. Good good dudes. Very nice. Alright, let's crack into the first quarter of just another basketball pod. We're gonna start off by doing a little bit of a draft. <sighs> Caleb and Jack are actually gonna be GMs together on this one. Believe it or not, they're not gonna be competing or <laughs> um, facing off. 
So I'm, I wonder how it's going to go down with working together, deciding on a on the top five draft picks for players 23 and under. And there's a there's a big list. There's a lot of potential here. And you guys both have your opinions on these sort of young stars. I'm really excited to get into it. Let's start talking about. We'll get into the the top pick first. Let's just let's just. Um, do you guys want to throw some names into the pot? Throw them into the mixer. Yeah. And we'll see what we're working with. How about? Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No, no. Well, the whole reason we'll start in this is because we all saw what happened the other day with Jar Morant, and who at the end of the day you. you you got to think, who would you start a franchise with? And Jar Morant's getting really, really close to that top of that list. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't think we need to say much. I think uh, this pod has probably been the biggest advocator for Jar Morant as an MVP. Well, we talked just Caleb, said, Caleb himself, yeah. mate. Uh, he, you were you were oh, early oh. on the on the Jar train. Mate, you predicted I love this him, entire um, season. I wish we got that article out sooner. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> I uh, have it sitting in my computer right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm just staring at it. I'll even I might even bring it up because I I'm gonna I'm gonna pat myself on the back here. We can leave this in if we want to leave this in. We'll see how it sounds. But um, yeah, he. This is what I had for Jar Morant as of the start of the season. If the Grizzlies are a top six team as we go into the playoffs this season, there's a good to fair chance we could see Jar Morant for MVP movement transpiring. Ooh. Morant has been phenomenal this year. This is even after some people thought Memphis might take a step back and develop their young core after some of the moves they made this offseason. He has improved in every statistical category over the each three seasons he's been in the league. That's what you want from a young franchise player. He's uh, And I talked on about how he scares the shit out of me about his knees, which is something else that we have continued to speak about. So that was written two weeks into the season. Never, never saw the light of the day, but I'll take it. <laughs> Jar's, Jar's pretty fucking good. Yep. I think that's fair to say. Yep. I like that journalist writing. Thank you. you. Nice You're professional or something. Mm. <laughs> uh, the money went somewhere to uni. Sure. <laughs> At least I can say I did something. What do you think, Jack? Um, yeah, just in constructing a list. I, I, I developed a, a bit of a tier list for all these young 23 and under players in preparation for this. And... Uh, it was incredibly hard not to put Jar on the top of the list, and I think it's completely debatable as to whether or not it's him or Luca as the number one player in this uh, what set of set of young players. I yeah, I honestly, I wouldn't even argue against a, a first pick Jar. If I'm being completely honest, I would say we'll, I we'll we'll get into the battle between Luca Luca and um and Jar later on um, when we talk about. The, the top picks let's talk about Jason Tatum where do you reckon he'll sit where do you reckon he'd fall um, do you reckon he's, he's in the top 5 contention oh yeah 100% this is coming from a, a Celtics fan though right now yeah well yeah to be to be fair I think any. I don't think anybody would argue with Tatum not falling in this mm-hmm. top 5 he's definitely a definitely a top 20 player I would argue a top 15 player and uh, I think, given the right circumstances, would probably be a, is probably going to be a top ten player for a long time. Um, I think it gets I think it gets criticised harsher than pretty much every other player on this list that isn't Zion Williamson. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. I, I agree. I think he's a very good player. I think he is very criticised. I do think the criticism is warranted, but he is he is definitely gets a bit of the hardest stick sometimes. But yeah, I agree with you. All right. What about someone who has been in the league, like uh, you know, is not a, is not a rookie. They've been in the league for a couple of years now. Trey Young. Where do you think he would sit now that he's is, is he more mature than say like like a rookie? But is he top five contention? I don't. I think if the people who listen to this pod aren't going to be completely shocked, but he's not in my top five. Yeah, I think he. I think there's an argument for it. That being said. He does have some flaws in his game that other people in this list that I'm rating higher don't. And that is, he cannot... He's, he's an absolute menace on the defensive end in the worst way possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could... Yeah, I, you, you're never going to have a top 10 defense with him yeah. on your team. And that's fine. But every year that you have a good team around him, you will contend. And that's just a fact. But he's, um, not, he's not necessarily a defining player. 
that could take a, a below like a below or average team to the next level type thing. He needs he needs those players around him. Yeah, he need look what he's doing right yeah, now. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. I I think Bill Simmons said it best. Luka Doncic will win you championships. Trey Young will win you MVPs. Facts, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Processing that. You just clicked what you said. I was talking about some younger, um, younger people that are coming out, ball and segue into this one. Lamelo Ball. He's higher than Trey Young for, for me. Real. He's young. He, he's 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 definitely proved himself already in the All Star in in the uh, <clears throat> in the All Star team. Um, where's he sitting for you guys? I had him. So in my tier list, I had him in the upper parts of the B tier um, just because you know he, he's still got a he's still got a lot of uh, things to to iron out in his game he's a terrible fouler he can be really bad on an offensive end he can also have some flashes of brilliance and everybody knows his offensive potential that's pretty clear he's a great he's a, he's a great player I don't think I'd have him in the five but yeah I think I, th- I think I again well mate we're in for a really good one <laughs> together we're actually agreeing um, yeah no I think Lamelo Ball I'd take him over Trey Young um, yeah I think I would he's do. not a great defender but his defensive potential is much better he's got the length the speed and the um, maybe he doesn't have the lateral quickness but he's definitely got the length yeah. and the height to be at least an above average defender yeah. um, he does some really 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 dumb fouls yeah, it's ridiculously stupid how some it's frustration fouls yeah. almost um, but yeah, I, I, he'll be, I think he'll be in the discussion for maybe fifth, maybe fourth, but yeah, he won't be in the top three. I think we know what the top three is. It's just a matter of who, well, I th- we know who the top two is. It's just a matter of who we want to, what level yeah. we take them. I, I um, had Trey yeah, in the A tier, so I had him higher than Lamelo, but I would take Lamelo over Trey. If that makes sense, I think Trey I mean, Lamelo's got way more potential. Yeah, I think this list as well. If we were doing it on who is the best players, yeah. Trey actually might make the top five. Yeah. But I feel what we're doing. What my understanding of what we're doing right now is that if we're starting a franchise out of these players that are twenty three or twenty three or under, who would you start to start your franchise? Yeah. And Trey Young, unfortunately, would not be. Who's well, plateauing? I feel. Be careful. Someone might message you. <laughs> <laughs> I've already gotten mad about talking to you about Trey Young. He's still awesome. It's just, I don't know whether you can put it up to the Hawks or you can put it up to him. But yeah, like he's still he's still scoring lights out. You know. Oh, he. They haven't helped with who they like. If they have a team of Bogdan Bogdan Bogdanovich and Danilo Gallinari, they're not going to be a good defensive yeah, exactly. team. Yeah, exactly. That's and Young. Their whole problems on the defensive end, and I don't even know if I am gonna. Uh, like obviously he's a shit player. He's a sh- not a shit player, a shit defensive player. Um, but yeah, everybody knows that. If that makes sense. We've said that a million times before. They're always going to be uh, their, their offense is not going to matter. It's their defense at the end of the day that's going to pre- place them somewhere in the on the uh, standings each season. It's all going to be their defense. It's not nothing to do with their offense at this point. Everybody knows that they're going to score a million points, except for today against the brilliant Boston defense. <laughs> Number one in the NBA, baby. Really Boston. Also, just a quick... Uh, what, segue? Not segue. Side note. Side Quick side note. For four, exactly four minutes today before Jalen got hurt, he was headband braids Jalen Brown, and it might have been the best player I've ever seen touch a basketball. <laughs> for exactly four minutes he, until he got... Or maybe even lit- two minutes until he got hurt. But it was amazing. He's... Uh, please get well soon. I'll be sending my other, my only healthy ankle in the mail for him. He's uh, not lying. <laughs> he messaged me. <laughs> he messaged. <laughs> he messaged me. He's like, I love this player. And then, like two seconds later, I loved that player. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is there anybody else you guys want to talk about before we crack on with this thing? Um, I reckon we do rookies and Zion, and then we go. Alrighty. If you want to ask. Let's talk some rookies. Who do you think is going to be up and coming and looking, looking, looking like a you know, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, throbber. franchise, throbber. franchise corner, top customer. Something. You know what I mean? You know, a piece of a good piece of merch. Dare nice slice of pie. Yeah. 
I tell you, boys, who looks like a real nice slice of pie? There's not much. There's not much going on. There's not much uh, meat in the pie, or but they'll give it. Give him a couple of years, and we'll mm. get there. He'll he'll get a bit more girthy. I think I can smell this Mr. pie Evan. already. <laughs> Mr. Evan Mobley. Ooh. He will. I will be strong. Strong advocator for him to make our top five. It, we will be strongly debated for our top five. Um, I don't know if any other rookies will really be in there. Scotty Barnes, maybe. Cade, I don't think so. Jalen Green, <laughs> no. Um, what about you, Jack? Uh, I think the only other rookie I'd seriously consider is Josh Giddy, and it honestly hurt me to leave him off. Ooh. Giddy for Giddy. Yeah. We are Giddy for Giddy. I'd love to start a franchise with Josh Giddy. I think he's so good and handsome and Australian. I, t- I tell you what, if you uh, looked at the person probably watching most of the Giddy highlights, aside from us three right now, it would probably be LeBron James. Yeah. Who uh, might be going to OKC. Whoa. <laughs> that would be mad. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and before we get on with this thing, let's talk about one last player. I think we talked about him on the pod every single time. Zion Williamson. <laughs> no, <laughs> Any I'm, further questions? I'm still considering Zion. For real? You yeah, got for real. He's, he's good I, enough I to I, consider him. I think... Uh, I think So, right. Just in my tier list, I have two different Zions. The healthy Zion, <laughs> who was highlighted green, is in the S tier. Because we've seen him be a legit top 10 talent. And if I'm optimistic... I would take him in the top five. However, yes, he is. In, he, obviously, you know, you turn on any TV channel, Zion's on there, and he's fat as, and everybody's nagging on him and saying he's never going to make it back. There's been some really bad Zion press lately. Let's say that. Yes, and no longer n- not in the season. What do you call it? What was it the thing that he wasn't in, Jack? Um, the uh, the the fan newsletter, the members newsletter, or whatever they call it. Promotional season video. ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The season ticket wasn't yeah. in it. That's I don't know. I think personally that has more to do with the fact that they're trying to keep him out of media coverage, but obviously that backfired. Done the complete opposite. Yeah, so my healthy, optimistic Zion take is S tier. Then my my uh, negative, pessimistic. He's never he's never going to be the same player again. Zion is literally the last player on this list. So it's literally a one or the other sort of thing. What's he highlighted? What color? Oh, he's red, blood red. <laughs> Can barely see his name red, just a red streak. Yeah, Bad thoughts. It's not good. Yeah. Oh, I've I said from the get go they should have traded him this year. Yeah, that uh, I've I've been on that train for ages. Try an article about it. He do- I did. <laughs> just out of um, oh, I, yeah. out of spite at this point, I'm holding him. I've held him in fantasy this entire year, and I'm just refusing to let him go. He's definitely not playing this season, and I am never going to drop him. It's really concerning, too, that he never messaged... That thing about him not messaging yeah. CJ McCollum when he got traded. Yeah, apparently he reached out, like, the day after everybody started having to go at him for it. And then there was also a... Uh, there was, like, a press conference that he was in, that CJ was in, where he said, like, yeah, he reached out. It's like, leave the young fellow alone sort of thing. Which is fair enough, I suppose. Maybe, we, maybe everybody needs to do a bit more of that, but honestly, yeah, he's not... I, <laughs> I don't think he plays for the Pelicans again. I'm in I'm in the Bill Simmons sort of boat right now. He doesn't play again for the mm. Pelicans. Yeah, that's another discussion, I guess, where he ends up going. Yeah. The that's a discussion Knicks. for another day. That's when yeah. it gets closer to that sort but of situation. We'll see if we uh we see if we end up drafting him. I reckon if it's a healthy Zion Williams, he probably goes one or two. Yeah. What? Um yeah. We'll save we'll save it. No, but... If, yeah, but I'm just saying if there was no yeah. Injury. Oh, if there's no it's, injury, it's not I even would a honestly yeah. probably take him first. Exactly, yeah. that's what I yeah. mean. That it's it's because it's not. It's what would you start your franchise yeah. with? And like availability is the best ability. Yeah, exactly. he doesn't fucking have exactly. that, he's been, mm. and he's been ordering too much HelloFresh. Got <laughs> eight boxes of HelloFresh happening coming every single week. <laughs> Brother, just powering through those meals. All right, boys, let's do this thing. Welcome to. The 2022 NBA Under 23 Draft Night. Alrighty, welcome Caleb and Jack. <laughs> the Carl Anthony Milkers joint GM. 
Joint GMs. Name courtesy of Jack. GM Jack. Hey, Jack. Yes. Which, which one of us is Palinka and which one of us is Magic Johnson? Brother, you know I'm Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm Magic Johnson. You do backdoor it on the night, a night out on the piss as well, so Absolutely. it's actually... Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm prone to a, a couple smoke bombs from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> we sit down at the round tables. Everyone's dressed up. Suits on. About to put some caps on. Some hats on. Um, things are getting wild. Our families are here. The families of the under twenty three players are here, and it's just a special night. Can it, Commissioner walks out. The first pick of the NBA under twenty three draft is freeze frame. Back thirty back in time thirty seconds. Let's talk. <laughs> back in the gr- freeze frame. in the war room in the war room for the uh, what is it? Carl Anthony Milkers. <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes uh, before. All right, let's talk. Who's going number one? All right. All right. Do you want to say who you want to go first, or do you want me to say who I want? All right. The, I, I want Luca. I think, first. Okay. Why? I just think he's got more potential than Jar, even though Jar is at an MVP level. Could potentially win the MVP this year. I will probably argue for it at this point. After those, after the stellar run of games, but yeah, I just think I win more championships with Luca. Is his uh, is the his uh, conditioning a bit of an issue? Do you think? Because he seems to be the James Harden yeah. round of I'm just going to play myself in the. Shade. I think he'll grow out of it. I'm I'm optimistic about okay. Luca. I think he I think he's more of an all around player than Jar is. Obviously, height height's got a lot to do with that, but also his play style's got a lot to do with that. And I just I feel like I want that on my team. More than more than Jar. Not that we won't get both of these players, but I think I'll take Luca first. What about you? So I have two trains of thought. I really, 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 really want Jar. I love him. Um, the reason I want him is, I think the reason I want him over Luca is because I just like his competitiveness yeah. over Luca. Not saying Luca's not competitive. I'm not saying that at it's all. It's a different sort of. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Jar seems like a better leader. Like if you take a snapshot of what the Grizzlies look like when the things are going well, things are going bad, they're all all for one. They're all just rolling together. To me, and when I watch some of the Dallas stuff and things are going bad, you just see a lot of Luca complaining. Yeah. Um, and even when it's going good, it's not as much kumbaya arms around each other. So I really think Jar has this energy about him where the team kind of. He's he's the planet. It's almost like LeBron esque in the sense that he's he's the he's the gravity and everything just kind of revolves around him. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to agree with you on Luca purely because it scares the fuck out fuck out of me how Jar jumps into people. Yep. Yeah. Same. It absolutely terrifies me, and also. Luca is a bit like Jokic in the sense that I can see him doing this until he's 40. Exactly, yeah. His game is not predicated on being quicker yeah. and faster. He's just smarter yeah. than everyone. Commissioner steps into the green room. <clears throat> Call the green room or the war room? So what do you, you call it? You go to, you go to the podium where... I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, in the I'm just, bogeys. I'm just saying Commissioner stepped into the war room. Boys, I've been listening to the podcast... Just another basketball pod. Listening to what Caleb's been saying, what Jack's been saying, what Tom's been saying. I've got to say, do you go with the safe bet of Luka Doncic? Or do you go with the risk of Ja Morant, potential injuries, but can take you to the freaking moon? You know what I mean? That's what the commissioner has to say. <laughs> that's what commissioners is going to say about that. That's like a Forrest Gump, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then just walk out. <laughs> oh, thank. Oh well, have our thoughts changed with Commish just dropping that mic, mm. dropping the mic on us? The commissioner said pretty much what Caleb just said, but I just put it in a question. He put it in a question. Yeah. <sighs> I really want Jar. We're going to get him yeah, anyway, that's, but that's, I feel like the players are going to care about what ranking yeah. they are, and obviously, 
it's the thing. See, that's a, that's another thing in my head. I think if we take Luca first, Jar feels snubbed by it. Plays even better than Luca. Ooh. I'm just. Gonna I've s- actually got. Yeah, and I've I'm, got a thought in my head. Let's yeah. take him fifth. <laughs> so he feels even angrier. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, fuck it. What was um? What's Bob's name? Harala Bob. Um, yeah. that worked for the yeah. Mavericks. Luca gets salty because apparently Luca got the shits with him because he literally left the game at halftime to go watch it in his office, and Luca said he quit on the team. Yeah. So I think Luca would be quite would not would not it would not bode well if we didn't take him first. Um, and I think a bit of recency bias on the Jamaran side as well. True. Um, I, I think we know. I think what we know who's going to be yeah, our number pick, one. The pick, pick is in. Pick is in. in. The Carl Anthony Milkers first pick select Luka Doncic. Yeah, not bad. I think it's, I think I, I think that's the it. choice. Definitely, man. I'm so glad we're. Like, I don't know what who we gave away to be able to land the top yeah, five picks of this draft. But <laughs> Sacramento is fucking up again. <laughs> The Sacramento Kings gave it to us. The fucking Orlando Magic fucked up. Presty. Throw in a couple Nets picks. Some, I think Presty had a stroke. The Rockets doing Rocket Tings. We ended up with the top five. It's worked out great yeah. for us. And it's your first, it's your debut season in the NBA, so. And yeah, the NBA's first rule changing of all players, 23 and under, have to redraft. How shocking. Thank God for that, right? Like, Thank Thank yeah. you. I love new Commissioner Craft, yeah, man. Commissioner He's Craft. doing so much better hey, than Silver. I stars. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> the second pick for the 2022 under-23 NBA all-NBA team. The Carl Anthony Milkers select. Ja Morant. Bloody bad. This up. team's looking amazing. <laughs> What's Jack laughing at? This team is looking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the commissioner just says that. Oh, the commissioner's stoked uh, for us. Oh, great pick. Um, <laughs> great pick. All right. Let's move on to third. If, if Adam Silver did that in every draft, he just got up and like, wow. He was just like incredibly optimistic about every single pick the entire draft. And round two, pick seven is, you know, such and such. Wow, what a pick. Imagine if this one. Imagine this one he doesn't like. He's like, just opens. Oh fuck! Serious? What the fuck? <laughs> Why do I have to read this? <laughs> he, he reads the king. He reads the king's pick and just like, yeah, no. Nah. Closes and just <laughs> yeah. walks off stage. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Back to the war room. Third pick. Here we go, guys. Jack, I'm gonna say it. This is. I think we should war. pick. I think we should pick Evan Mobley. I think we should pick Jason Tatum. Oh, okay. Here we go. This is this is the uh, <laughs> This isn't gonna this is, work. This is, this is Cavs versus Celtics. This is Jack versus Caleb. This is what this podcast has been building up towards. This is the pinnacle. Uh, okay. Um Evan Mobley. Alright, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna list the reasons why we should pick Evan Mobley. I'm going to list the reasons why we shouldn't pick Tatum. So Tatum I think we're seeing what we're seeing with him. He he has he has an I think his next level is just consistency. I don't think it's thirty four a game, thirty two a game, Durant ish. Um, very good player, not a great passer. Shot selection, n- not good, which you would even admit. The ball sticks, so it's not going to really be conducive to good team basketball. Um. Yeah, I, I if, with us starting a franchise, I think I want the young 19-year-old that right now is probably going to be first-team all-defense already and is going to be... He's, what, he's averaging 15 points a game right now when he's looking very, very raw. And he's got, by the way, a right, a right hook shot that is money. Yeah, absolute money. So he's already got a shot in his bag that he can just go to when he needs a bucket. Um, Tatum is great. I'm all for drafting him, but if we're going for the number three pick, I reckon Mobley's our man. Jack, what's your rebuttal? Well, going for the 19-year-old, Jason Tatum's been 19 for about 
20 years now. I, I think he was born 19 years old. I don't think he could possibly age anymore. He's still, this kid yeah, is still He's 18. still booming LeBron. Um, I just think... I think... I don't know. I don't think your assessment of Tatum, Tatum's next level being consistency is fair. I think he is legit developing playmaking skills. Obviously, he's not there yet, but... I don't... Yeah, I watch too much Celtics to not see him becoming, like... Just an absolute all-rounding, all-rounder threat at both ends of the floor. I think he's already pretty good defensively. I think he can get better, and I think he's, I think he's got the potential to be a really great, really, really great playmaker. Also, I think the ball sticking in the Boston offense, it's not fun to watch, of and everybody hates it. But I, I've heard Odoka say heaps of times now, like that's what they're seeking. They want that. So I don't know. I don't. I, but. So I don't know if I'd criticise him that much for it because that's kind of what their team is is looking for. Um, I just think he's one of the best scorers in the league as well. I don't know. I I just think or right now I would take Tatum third over Mobley, but I'm also taking Mobley. Right. Would the best version of Tate? Would you? Who do you think is going to be better? Like, just have a gaze into the future because when you're starting a team, you got to look into the future. Is the best version? What What's the better player? Mobley, think of the absolute best version of both teams. Who's got the best? Who's the best version? And then flip it around. Worst case scenario, what are we willing to live with? Oh, if you if you're looking at the worst case scenario, you'd probably rather Mobley, especially considering our first two picks were Luca and Jar. Like he meshes a lot better with them than a Tatum would. But Tatum will be head and shoulders better than him on the on the uh, on the offensive end and. He's he's not a slouch on the defensive end, either, and he's getting he's gonna be better. I could see him being an all defensive player at some point in his career, for sure. That's at some point Mobley's going to be that. Yeah, well, Mo- Mobley's that now already. That's what I mean. Yeah. He's that yeah. now. What rebuttal? Yeah. Um, um, look, I think yeah. For the sake of picking, I'm willing to go Mobley third over Tatum. Just because I know we're going to get Tatum well, anyway. Well, actually, I need to well, talk before- to you guys about something. I'm okay. going to throw some hot sauce into this little stew of tension that we've got going on here. Once third is picked, the other, the the, the so between Jason and Mobley, the, the person who's not picked is out the door. So, so the front, uh, what do you call it? The head office has got a phone call that we've lost the fifth pick and we're actually going sixth now. Is this like a Chris Paul, the Lakers sort of scenario? They're not, mm-hmm. the, the not allowing it? The, one person, yeah, the one person not allowing stays, it. the other person is not in the top five. Shit. We've got to be here all night, man. <laughs> I can't give up Tatum in that scenario. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> so the car Anthony Milkers have disbanded. Yeah. <laughs> nah, the commissioner was just fucking um, with you. He's just <laughs> nah. What? What? Okay. What about this? Let, because this is a forward-thinking league, and the commissioner's always been so generous, and he's such a good-looking bloke, has great ideas and long blonde he's hair, got, glorious got hair. Great hair. He has to pick between the two players. I feel like I'm picking between friendships here. <laughs> Friendship aside, what players do you think? What if you were starting a team? What player do you think? You <clears throat> um, he seriously wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Can I just say the commissioner is going to go purely off? My personal judgment needs to go out the door because I have watched Tatum a lot more than Mobley. Um. <laughs> So I just feel like if I was to go before this sort of debate that we were just that you guys just had, from all the information that has been said, I'm just going to go purely off that. It's Evan Mobley. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Mister. But Mishnah. it would have been Jason if had not Caleb debated the shit out of that. Boo. <laughs> I thought I made good they points. Made great points, and I, I just I, just I don't think, think your points hold up to Jason Tatum's talent. When I look what, oh, yeah, when I, I look at this, I if like I look it. at the whole list, Jason Tatum is uh, making top five, but not top three. In my he, eyes, yeah, 
I I don't know because I do really like. I think he copped a lot of crap as well for his um, just like who I think people kind of attacked his character almost a bit in some media stuff right really? lately. Yeah, fucking everybody, did have, every, that's the trend. Yeah. Everybody's loving to have a dig at Tatum. It's not fair, <laughs> uh, <laughs> including you two. <laughs> Man, I, I was just about to compliment. I was like, I was about to say, nah, I, I listened to his, the J, Jason doesn't the J, want to. <laughs> There's already cracks in this uh, Carl Anthony Milker's front office I'm right now. so much shit to the media. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Tatum, I think, I, I agree with Jack and his state assessment that he cops a lot of crap, and he's a well-spoken dude. You just need to listen to the JJ Reddick podcast. He's very self-aware. He knows what he needs to work on. Um, he had some really cool, interesting points about the league. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think the floor. I, I think the ceiling and potential of a Mobley, and I guess that's a league-wide thing. People kind of go a bit crazy on. They like a ten potential more than what they're already. It seems to be set in front of them. Yeah, Tatum's going to be four, but unfortunately for Jack, I would take. I'm happy to take Mobley over that. <laughs> the silence is deafening. I have nothing to say. <laughs> nothing. My next uh, pick is Trey Young. How about that? <laughs> uh. Uh, thank you for listening to the last episode <laughs> ever of Just Another Basketball Pod. Right, let's move on. So Tatum's out now. Can't get him. Oh, no. I was just, uh, I was just making a joke. Oh, okay, so we're going to get him anyway. We can roll with that if you want. but God, ta- He's going to want to leave not- after all that, though. You've upset him too much. <laughs> Is he going to do a Steve Francis, Eli Manning, and refuse to come to uh, the Carl Anthony Milkers. I think he's going to do a. Uh, a we're going to do it like a joint Daryl Morey, James Harden sort of thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna head off to another franchise and just kind of make him look shit for a couple months and then trade for him. <laughs> works for me. It, uh, I still got Luca Jar and Evan Mobley. Fucking works for me. I'll, I'll have Jason Tatum and fucking Kelly Olynyk and Grant Williams. <laughs> Oh, just saying. After having Connor on the uh, on the pod last week, getting really down bad about Kelly Olynyk. Do you think how? Do you think he was really sad after Kelly Olynyk hit that game winner the yeah, other day? Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, fourth pick. Let's do this. Is it in already? Yeah, it's yeah. in. Well, we didn't announce the third pick actually. The third and fourth picks are in. <clears throat> Respectively, the Carl Anthony Milkers select Evan Mobley for third and Jason Tatum fourth. Dope. We have Jack one stoked. pick left. This is going to be hard. Love. I was just looking at the list, eh? So I think it's best to list the potential Let's ones. get them out. Let's talk about so, it. Um, so I think we got Zion Williamson. Yep. I think we have Shea Gilgis Alexander, um, Anthony Edwards, Lamelo Ball, and Darius Garland. This is really hard. I think it's it, well. So, so where our take is on Process Zion, elimination. he's just not going to be the player he was. Are we agreeing on that? I think he actually. I don't. I. I'm actually just. I'm happy to put him just to the side right now, and then work around everything else, because I know I've been so adamant that they should trade him. It's not because I don't think he's good. I just don't think he wants to be there, and he's not. Unless he wants to be there, he's not gonna have a desire to want to be better and fix what's the issue. So, it's not because I don't think he's a good player. Because I. I agree with you. If he was healthy, he'd probably be number one in this list. Um, so I'm happy to put him on the side and kind of do a process of elimination if you want to do that. Let's put Zion where he has been all year on the uh, on the sidelines. <laughs> so that works. It's either Anthony Edwards, SGA, or Mello, 
Garland. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the top ones. Also, I trade. Say, I don't think we're yeah. getting trade. Just, just <coughs> personal preference there. On, honestly, would you rather trade or Darius <coughs> right now? Like all by side, because I, I know I'm biased when yeah. it comes to Darius Garland. I've been on the Darius Garland train, but just from the, I t- just from just what you want to have a, a basketball team that works together. Yeah. I just feel Darius Garland is the better pick than Trey Young. Yeah. I think it would I think depend Trae on the, better player right your, now. the team around them, but I think I'd, yeah. in a yeah. void, I'd probably go Garland over Trey Young. But again, mm. thank you. we've never been huge Young fans. Um, Dude, I was, someone tried to compare Darius Garland to Chris Paul the other day, um, the other day, which I don't think is a horrible, horrible take actually. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Just get him on the. If you watch him, he goes. He he sets his own pace. He does it better than most people in the league. And actually, he everything is just. He's the orchestrator. Everything just goes at his own pace. He it's really impressive watching him do yeah. that. He's he's not as good as uh, on the defensive end as Chris is, but who is? He, he tries. Yeah. He, he, he tries. He's not as maxi, good, but he like he'll, he'll always have a crack. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Um. It's tough. Um, it's tough between. I don't. I think, out of the three of them, I think I'd probably prefer either Anthony Edwards or Lamelo Ball over Garland. But yeah, I I agree. Garland's not in it. I I agree. He's the first one to drop. I just wanted oh, it's to. SGA too. Fuck. I didn't yeah, I was thinking SGA. Okay. So okay. So Garland's out. So yeah. that leaves SGA, Anthony Edwards, and Lamelo. Yeah. I know who I'd pick. I know. Okay. Yeah, I know. You boys. Are, okay. Tom, you're not. You're obviously not going to help me, but you are a massive Anthony Edwards fan. Yes. Do you want to break down why it should be Anthony Edwards for us? Oh, I think he's 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 got heaps of potential coming through, yeah. and that's what it, what it's what it is, right? We're building a franchise, and you're already seeing mm. that even today. <laughs> he's it, on and off the court. He's got the AE chain. He's like he's a he's a notable player that people are going to love. But as a team, he's he's young. He's 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 happy to be there. Um, he's not I think Lamelo is a bit too flashy and a little bit too arrogant maybe with the ball um, I think that his success is amazing and definitely deserved but it could it could go the other way relatively easily I think that Anthony Edwards is a strong and also a secure player for scoring and, and and sorry, scoring and 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 winning games. He's he's a person you can trust, and that's a mm. franchise player. I feel. Yeah. And he's already he's You've he's got up. such a good connection with his teammates and and in like in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. You've been on this train for I a like while. Him. He's great. He's got a good smile too. My. My one concern is is that yes, he has fit in really well with his teammates. There has been a couple of instances though where he freezes them out a bit. Yeah, I have noticed. That's my only concern with him. Sometimes I right. love Anthony Edwards is probably aside from Jason my favorite player on this list. But mm. he says all the right things, but he sometimes his actions on the court, especially offensively, as you're saying, he freezes them out. Yeah, it it count it, it it counters everything he says. That being said, uh, uh, I think he's the most complete player out of the four here. Mm. But he's, he's, he's got time, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. He does. He can work on that. The other, yeah. the other thing, though, is I think the thing before the draft was he actually said that he wanted to be a football player more than a basketball yeah. player. That personally kind of scares me as well. He just, I think he's, that's just his personality. He's a random guy, you know? I know. It, it just kind of feels like you're a basketball player out of convenience. Yeah. Imagine having that you know choice. I mean? Oh, There's been he's, very man. few. And he's good. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Um, okay, what about SGA? Because to me, he's I he's the one I kind of think I like the yeah, most. Yeah, I think he. I think he, I think he's awesome. Honestly, the between Anthony Edwards, Lamelo, and SGA, it's you could almost go either way. You'd be happy. Um, honestly. The thing that would probably set this apart from the others is how they fit as a team. And I think Anthony Edwards is the best fit with the rest of our roster. Facts. 
I also think Anthony Edwards probably out of the three of them. If you're gonna, if the player most likely to be the best player on a championship team, I feel like it's Anthony Edwards. Yeah. As much as I like Lamelo Ball, yeah. As much as I like Lamelo Ball, I feel Lamelo Ball is going to eventually hit a place where Luca is kind of at right now, where everyone kind of turns on him. Yeah. I think Lamelo. There's a good chance he ends up on the Trey Young trajectory. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, I I think he's definitely going to be a guy that might. I he's fantastic. Yeah. One the best passer in the league. Yeah. Not named Jokic. I just yeah. I I think it comes down to Anthony Edwards and Zion. And look, like would would you be happy to break it down to that? <laughs> yep, yeah, I'd be happy to break it down. To that. Two yeah. thumbs up for that. I think. Zion, just yeah. You talking healthy Zion? We lich- I, I just as as is right now. Yeah. I think if you if, if it was healthy Zion, it'd be number one. Yeah. If it was completely broken down, fucked foot, he wouldn't even be on the list. But we we don't know what one we have, and I think if you're going to, he's still a massive massive part of the league in terms of potential and face potential face of the league. And he's a guy that could usurp the market. Like, I went to go buy basketball shoes today. There's already a freaking Zion Williamson basketball shoe. Like, what rookie has that? Yeah, exactly. A guy cover that, of two K. What two K twenty one was it? Yeah. yeah, like he's 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 a, when he's on, he's on point Zion. He's on. Yeah. Guarantee you, the first few games he's back, he's gonna be fucking awesome straight away. He's only twenty one. Or he'll break his foot. Yeah, or he'll, or he'll, yeah, or he'll get hurt. <laughs> he'll be awesome until he gets hurt again. I don't know. I'm happy. I'm um, honestly, I'm happy to go Zion. Yep. Mr. Kamish, we got it. The pick is in. Carl Anthony Milkers for the fifth pick in the under-23 All-NBA, All-NBA team. Select Zion Williamson. I'm happy with Let's that. Run yeah. to, we, nearly yeah. got, we nearly got divorced, it's, but we got there. Uh, it's hard to... Um, it was hard to leave. I feel like... I didn't know going into this that I was going to think in the Edwards deserved to be on that top five. Mm. And I'm, I'm sort of feeling like that now. And I'm just waiting for some Hawks fans to message us and tell yeah. us how wrong we again, are. Um, Trey Young's a great player. But we just don't like him. Mm. It's, not a, it's, yeah, it's, I, it's not an ability thing. It's a personal thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Doesn't fit oh, with the, the Milkers culture. There's, there's nothing to take away from him, too. He's a really good player. I just... <laughs> It's purely just don't personal. Think it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a personal thing. Um, let's yeah. run through this list. First pick, <coughs> Luca. Um, second, Ja Morant. Third, Evan Mobley. Fourth, Jason Tatum. Fifth, Zion Williamson. Do you think that's an accurate representation of the under-23s in the league right now? Yeah, I, I'm actually really... that. If I was doing a list, that'd probably be how I'd do it. I think I know Jack doesn't really want, really wanted Jason Tatum at three, but hey, he's top five. I don't think. You know. Yeah, I don't think him being at four takes away anything from yeah. him. It's. I don't think our top. He's still a really good yeah, player. I think you could swap around the um, the rankings, and I probably wouldn't argue too much with you. But I think that top five is pretty solidified. Welcome back to the second half of basketball action. We are again doing our. Uh, we we are again doing our I've got to take segment, and this week we've got we've got an actual musician who has texted into us his take. Thank you very much. Shout out to Harry Laxton Smith. That's at Harry Laxton Music on Instagram. And his take is: if the Dallas Mavericks had any other starting center in the NBA, they would be contending for a chip. Dwight Powell is the Achilles heel of the franchise. There's strong words there from Harry Laxton Smith. What do you boys think? Poor Dwight Powell. Poor Dwight yeah, Powell. He fucking <laughs> copped it, didn't he? <laughs> Dwight Powell did not wake up this morning and think he was going to get fucking that sort of that sort of take. Imagine any body part <laughs> yeah. on the body. This is a, a personal friend of Dwight. I'm sure he's incredibly upset right now. To be the Achilles heel. <laughs> oh, man. Look, I, th- I think the main thing is what we got to remember. I think they got off... Their center was Chris Stapp's Porzingis. They played... I, it's hard, because I think Dwight... Uh, Jack and I was kind of talking about it off off the uh, pod, and 
I think Dwight's just a victim of circumstances right yeah. now. Yeah. He's he's the he's the best player they they got in that position that can do something. He's not really killing it statistically. He's not really doing much else, but he can kind of stay in front of people and he can run the floor because they want to do small ball. Yeah. So he's kind of just the best they've got right now. Yeah. Well, let's look at the um, Dallas Mavericks stats and Dwight Powell's stats themselves. They're 37 and 25, 16th offensive rating, 5th defensive rating, 8th overall net rating. Dwight Powell himself, 7.5, I uh, say, uh, 7 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 0.4 blocks, 0.5 steals, and his field goal percentage is 64.9. They're not horrible, they're average stats. You probably want him to do a bit more as the starting center. Um, the team's offensive rating is 1.3 points better with him on the on the court. Not off the court, on the court. Their defensive rating, Dallas concedes five more points with him on the court. Their net rating drops 3.7 points with him on the court. And Powell is in the top four of their most played lineups. Dwight is in seven of the 10 most played Dallas lineups. And in five of those lineups, they're all in the minus now, what do you think? How does that reflect on Dwight? <laughs> Not fucking good. <laughs> I think I don't. I I don't hate Dwight Powell as a player. I do think he's uh, the way the, the way that they're using him since Chris Sapp. Well, pretty much the games that didn't that Chris Sapp didn't play, and then since Chris Sapp has left, he's had to play a larger role in the team because he's the only, he's really the only big man on that team mm. that can protect the paint in quotations um i think i don't i don't think he's an achilles heel of the franchise i don't think they rely on him enough to be um i think the his defects have probably got more to do with the fact that got more to do with their roster in general right now and then also how much his role as a big man has changed in the league. Well, the role of the big man in general has changed in the league over the last few years, especially. If that makes sense. Yeah, he, yeah, definitely. He, um, I think he does. I think he's kind of like a budget Tristan Thompson. Yeah. A very, very budget. Tri- he, they essentially want him to do what Tristan Thompson did in the sense that he's quick, he's nimble enough to switch off onto the guards because. Yeah. That was the treat. The one of the reasons they traded Chris Stapps was also because they wanted to play small. You can argue that it was to break it down into two contracts, which is true. Yeah. But they clearly wanted to play small as well, and you just that biggest evidence is just how they've played the last five games. Um, Dwight, yeah, Dwight Powell. He's I think he's a backup center. Yeah. He's been miscast as a starting center, which has made him made it a massive defect in the team. For this season, um, it's something that I reckon they will try and address next year. Yeah, for sure. At the start of next he's year, he's feeling he's feeling um, a void right now. Yeah, and I, you'd like to think Dallas know that, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think Dallas is good. I just watched them come back against the Warriors, and they looked really good. Luke is looking engaged. Yeah. Dinwid- Dinwiddie's playing unfucking real well, right now. Let's look at the stats in Feb. Luke's stats in Feb, and this is. In, he's gone eight and two in the games in Feb. He's um, doing thirty-four points, ten rebounds, eight assists, forty-five point seven percent field goal percentage, and his th- three-point percentage is forty-one point two. When you look at Bertans, this month he hasn't been amazing. He's gone seven point eight, um, seven points, two rebounds, point four assists, thirty-eight point two percent field goal percentage, and thirty-four point four three three-point percentage. Um, but their team has the best offensive rating when, when he's on the court. Yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie, since the trade, he's been sensational. 14 points, two, two rebounds, four assists, 50, 59.6 field goal percentage, and 44.439. Uh, 44.43 point percentage. And somehow, this, the whole team is sixth in rebound percentage. I don't know how that's a thing. If we're talking yeah, about- it's it, the stats are actually con- the, the team stats are actually kind of astounding, honestly. And I I thought their defensive rate, I thought their offensive and defensive rating we flipped. Yeah. I cannot believe they're fifth in defensive rating. When I heard that, I had to look it up. I didn't believe that. Oh yeah, I don't know. That it's honestly shocking. Uh, I think 
Dwight's role will decrease the more comfortable Batans gets. They'll sacrifice a bit of that defense for Batans, I think. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah. There's already games where there'll be games where he just can't play, and that's already happened this year. Oh. It happens all the time, and that'll and that'll happen in the playoffs. He won't play much. I can almost guarantee it. I he's well right now he's only averaging twenty minutes a game. Yeah. He's not averaging that much. Yeah. It's just his minutes that he's have gone starting. up since Chris Apps left. He's 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 been playing, mm. yeah, between that sort of twenty to twenty six sort of area. I boys, yeah, I think I'll drop. Boys, I've got the answer. Play more Boban. Fucking get him in there, Boban Marjanovic. He's on the bench. Fucking use him. He's there and he kills. Like you just have to look at his stats now. He's slow as fuck, but. <laughs> Just he's play him. He, he, he's Boban. He's Boban. Awesome, he's man. the man. Yeah, he's great. Put little Boban skins. in. He's he's uh one of the the nicest guys in the NBA. That people don't applaud the nice movie guys star. anymore. Put, movie nice star John Wick yeah. alum. 100%. John Wick alum. Nah, put. I still can't believe though the six 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 in rebound percentage. I feel like Luke is their number one rebounder, and he's yeah yeah I don't that's know. pretty shocking. That center really. possession. That center possession needs to get fixed. Yeah. I don't know. Well, how let's let's do talk it. about how they can fix it. <laughs> Cab, yeah. Do you have do any? We... Yeah. What, what 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 can the Mavs do right now to fix this? Because obviously it's 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 not his own fault. You know. Um, yeah. It's what you guys have just been saying. How do they fix it? I think it's important to highlight before we get into that. I don't think he's the Achilles heel. There's I think there's two other things that are the Achilles heel for Dallas, and it's bad contracts. And then not being able to sign the right talent in the off season. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, that's why they had the Pazingas trade. Exactly. As much as much as I still think it's baffling that it must show what the injury situation is with Chris Stapps for them to not get anything. Mm. Like he, as much shit as I gave him for his post ups, and I will keep talking shit about those fucking post ups. He was playing well. Like, in in spurts, he was still playing well. He was still doing his thing. There was still some All-Star. I think there was some stuff mentioning about All-Star, possibly. It was never like, oh, he's going to be in. There was yeah. definitely people going, there was, there oh, was There was a, like a, a, a month where he was a fringe All-Star contender, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And But I think we've also said on this pod, was he ever that fantastic or was he just a New York Knicks player? Like a star that was in New York. Yeah. He was good. He was really good. Um... But yeah, I don't know how they're going to fix the center position, Tom. I, the the buyout market's not looking too crash hot. I think it's something they do in the posts in the um, off season. Um, yeah, but that's yeah, that's another I thing that we need to say. I think there's not a lot of great solutions at center for the style of basketball that they want to play. Mm. There's a handful of guys in the league that can do that, and they're all like all star caliber player players. Yeah, like Jared Allen would be perfect yeah. for him. That is, they want someone that is fast and nimble, that it's going to finish. The thing is, with Dwight Powell, as much as he's not produced, the out of all those numbers that you're looking at right now, that was his stats that we've gone as mediocre, the number one thing that is important is that 64, 60, well, it's 65% field goal percentage. Yeah. Right now in the NBA, Vox Media reported this the other week. It, if you're interested in it, go look up Fox, and it's like, it's the video on YouTube's called the three point lines breaking the NBA. They made the point that a thirty three percent three point shooter is the equivalent of a fifty percent shooter from two. The fact that Dwight Powell is shooting sixty five percent from the from the field is very very important here, and is why he's in the team. So it means when he does does score, he's doing it efficiently. Yeah. So he's he's doing something right. And as much as we want to give shit to Jason Kidd. That guy knows basketball, and he would understand a guy that at least would give effort. Because to me, Dwight Howard, Dwight Powell's a guy that you got in there because he Dwight Howard's tries. all about effort. Yeah, <laughs> Dwight Howard's all. Dwight. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's no one in the buyout market. DeAndre yeah. Jordan's probably going to. Like, I don't know why they didn't get. I don't know why they got rid of Willie Cauley Stein. I feel like he would have been perfect. Yeah, didn't for he what just they want? He's picked up out of nowhere. Who did he go to the Nets? They, he went to Philly. Philly, he went to Philly. Philly. That was it. Yeah, that's. They, they just let him go. Yeah. It's just willy nilly. I didn't know his career had like, just like kind of fizzled out so quickly. Mate, this is this is the guy that um, 
fucking Stephen A. Smith lost his shit over that Porzingis got picked over. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I I don't know. I don't know how they fix it. I what I don't know. It will be in the off season. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they're they're currently sitting fifth in the West. Where do you think at this current rate, with their current structure, they're gonna they're gonna finish at the end of the season? I honestly reckon they can make the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Personally, I think they can yeah. do it. I think there's you can never rule out Luca in the playoffs. He has proven what two years in a row now. He's a fucking absolute weapon in the playoffs. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't lost because they haven't lost yeah. because of him. Every single year that Luca will make the playoffs, he's an absolute chance of making the finals. And yeah, I I don't know if I could see him making the NBA Finals, I could probably see them making the Western Conference Finals, maybe, depending on the run that they get. I think there is a couple teams better than them. Mm-hmm. Um, that would just, like, kind of overpower his star potential. But yeah, I would... I, I think they could make a pretty serious run. They'll need to skip... I think the two teams that they need to look out for, one is Phoenix, of course, but that's pretty much everyone. But the more important one is the Denver Nuggets. They with the center rotation they've got yeah. right now, they want no business of Nikola Jokic. Oh, yeah. They don't want to sniff that shit. <laughs> yeah. I think they get eaten yeah. in the front court pretty pretty significantly. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay, well what about um obviously this season it's probably not gonna pan out for them how they want to. Let's talk off let's talk off season. What do you think of some plays that they can make, some moves? Are they in a strong position to look Move to look going to are they in a strong position to look to look moving forward in a sort of stronger way, or do you think they're gonna to have to rebuild with this whole new center rotation? Well, this 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 Achilles heel of center rotations. Do you want to check? Yeah, I don't, yeah, as Kayla said before, there's not a lot they could do this offseason, it's pretty grim. Um, let's not talk about it then, let's just pretend I didn't ask that question. No, no, I, I think there is yeah. stuff we can talk about. Yeah, there's, I still, yeah, I still there's some places that they can go at. I'm not super familiar with their cap situation. Um, not good. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't seem... It's I, not good. I assumed it wasn't that good. Bertans and Dinwiddie cost the exact same as what yeah, um, Chris Saps was. It's just in two contracts yeah. now. Let's see. I don't know. Let's throw some names out. I don't... I'm The uh, free agent market I'm also not incredibly familiar with. I'm assuming play, well, the firstly, players like all right. So what about like? I think the a guy like Aiton is he? He's gonna be a free agent, isn't he? No. Whoa. He'll be an un, he'll be restricted. So they'll have to match. And his, I yeah, they won't. Leave. Yeah. I I don't think he's another guy that would be perfect for him. Um. But they won't get him. I think first off they need to suss out re-signing Brunson. Um. And then they'll have to see what they do. with Whatever you see with Bertans and Dinwiddie, if Bertans finds his shot, I don't think they move him. Yeah, he's he's perfect for what you want with Luca. You just want a guy to stand in the corner and shoot threes, yeah. like the old LeBron way. Bertans is perfect for that. It's just a matter of him getting shots yeah. off. And he, if he if Dinwid- he finds yeah. his rhythm again, they'll they'll cop whatever defensive problems he has. And they're pretty hefty. Mm. But what about a guy like yeah. uh, Montrez? <sighs> I think he'll get stats, but he doesn't... I don't think he, so- I he think solves Powell, that issue. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't solve anything. I think Powell still still is what they need in sense of... St- Powell still does what is needed of him. He just doesn't do a lot. They, they want him to show effort and run the floor. He does that. He just can't do much else. Yeah. Um, um, who else is... I don't know. But, um, whoa, well, I, I have... I was thinking of this earlier today, and I think it might be very interesting considering how it's looking now. Tom, close your ear holes. But how do we feel about Rudy Gobert? Do you think he goes there? Well, you, the Utah, the Utah thing. Like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the Utah thing is they're not reporting it because it's Utah. But Brian Windhorst and Zach Lowe have all both said. This is the thing that no one's talking about is the Donovan Mitchell Rudy yeah, Gobert relationship. That's but there's always been there's been moments for a few years now about how they don't like each other. 
So I don't I don't know. We'd have to go on the trade machine to see how the salaries work, but yeah. surely they could possibly have a look at a something and something for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, that's that's something that would need a, a, a more a closer looking to in a vacuum. That would be awesome, but yeah, because that that fit, that helps with the defensive side. He can run the floor. He's not like fantastic, but again, Luke is also just going to be. They're not looking to run the break much. They're looking for fast guys out on the wings to just jack up threes right now. And Gobert, he sets good screens, he catches lobs, gets good position defensively. Could be interesting. I don't don't think they'll do it. Gobert's amazing. Yeah. Gobert is amazing. People want to give him shit, but he is a good player. Gobert will go there. (laughs) I don't know. That's who I'd be targeting if I was them. Yeah, right. All right. Is there anything we want to add about the comment, about the take? Um, I think it brought up a pretty interesting discussion. It does. I still think it's probably a bit harsh on Dwight. Yeah, it's a bit of a stalemate situation. So sort of. Yeah, but it's, but it is really interesting. That, I, it's something I'd never really even thought about until we read that, which is, I guess, the kind of goal of this whole segment to begin with. Yeah, I agree that he's the Achilles heel, but it's not. He's not the Achilles heel through his own fault. Yeah. It's it. I think. Because of how the team has been constructed and the mistakes from the past, it has led to a situation where Dwight has been put in a role yeah. where he has to start mm. for them and be the meaningful contributor. Try well, has to be a meaningful contributor, which is just overextending him. I reckon if he was in a situation where he had a, a much better centre ahead of him, he is a very good backup. Yeah. And I think he would be in a seven-man, eight-man rotation in the playoffs. I don't know if I agree with Jack that he won't play at all in the playoffs. I think he will. Yeah, I just think I, I think, think he, he I don't help. think he played. I think he just played less than what he has been. Yeah, I still think he's a guy that you can chuck on for ten minutes yeah. and he won't do you wrong. Hundred percent. He'll fill. He'll fill um, a gap in the playoffs. He won't. Yeah. Be a significant I leader think, in minutes. I think. I think our mate Harry Smith has made a very good point that he is the Achilles heel, but I think. And I do think that they would be a championship contender if they had a centre. Um, I still think they're going to be very good, and I think they can go very well once they get a yep. centre. Um, but yeah, I I think it's just a bit harsh, in a sense, for... it. Yeah, it's it's no fault of his own. Yeah. And he, I don't feel like he's sitting there thinking he's going to be a world beater. Exactly. I, I think that they've just put him in this situation, yeah. and it just... It's just, yeah... He's he, he's gonna go out there and try his ass off, and he's not gonna make mistakes. Yeah, that's 100%. But he's just gonna get run off the court in a sense yeah. because he just can't keep up with certain players. I'd agree with all of that, and then I'd also I'd finish it off with it by saying all of this could not even matter. Like Luca could just do it all anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Shout out to Harry Laxton Smith for his take. We appreciate it, mate. Um, don't forget to go to our socials. Just another basketball podcast on Instagram. Send us in your take and send us in a voice memo of about 30 to 45 seconds long explaining what your take is and why it is crucial to the NBA. Hit us up there. Thanks, Harry Smith, for all that. That was What's Your Take? Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Another Basketball Pod brought to you by Excuse the Noise. I'm Tom Craft, and join with me, as always, every week, Caleb Fogarty. I still love basketball. And Jack Crawley. Thanks, guys. Jason Tatum, number three. Tune in next week week for another hot tip. (laughs) Tune in next week for another hot take, and we'll see you there.